bonus. Hello, welcome to the Patreon, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, welcome to the you Patreon. You know what? The last time we did a Patreon episode, I did the same thing. I was like, what are we doing? Where are, we? are we? Who are you? Who am I? I'm Cami. Welcome. You know this already because of you like our podcast enough to give us money for it. And that's a really special thing. And that is awesome. That's why you're uh, my favorite person. Yes, yes you. you. Right now. <laughs> uh, Kyle and Kaylee are also here. There is no... No. Huh? What? I'm gonna. Th- I Jared might it. be here. Jared later. might be here. <laughs> Jared's spirit usually tends to swing in and out. Here's some, here's some behind the scenes <laughs> info for you. Jared's gonna edit this episode. He's going to edit his creepy pasta, which is what we're doing today, in uh, at the end, maybe in the middle, right? maybe before I even say this. You don't you know. You've already heard it. Yeah, you may have already heard it. We. I don't. I don't you, fucking know. What you did just hear is my brain short circuit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kaylee's eyes went cross for a minute. That was really... It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Squeak. You're good. Um, so, yeah. We're going to read to you today. Again. From the book of Mother Goose. Yes. And by Mother Goose, he means the internet. Oh. We're going to bring you some spooky spaghetti some today. haunted ravioli. <laughs> my favorite kind of ravioli. Some spectral farfalla. <laughs> I'm really bummed we said spaghetti already because that was beautiful. Spectral was S and spectral S. spaghetti. It's the alliteration that's what gets it. Yes. Some freaky farfalla would have been <laughs> Crap. Some rigamortied rigatoni. <gasps> Ooh. That was a good one. I like it. I just got angel hair pasta made out of chickpeas instead of pasta pasta. Chickpeas. Yeah. That's like what hummus is made of. What's the benefit of that is there more nutrients in chickpeas um as someone who's doing than flour i guess i'll say as someone who's doing weight watchers it's like way less oh it decreases your Mm -hmm. points i understand so that means i can eat more what what? it probably decreases the calories right okay Mm -hmm. interesting but you know it was i was at jewel and i was like oh let's try this chickpea pasta and on ibotta you get an extra 50 cents off so i was like (laughs) okay that's just money in the bank right there have you tried it yet? No, I just bought it yesterday. Mm. I'm going to be uh, meal prepping after this. So. I see. I got my chickies. Got your chickies. My chicky breast. Got your pasty. Got my pasties. Got my peppies. Ah, peppies. <laughs> Every color. <laughs> what are you going to put on it, like sauce-wise? I haven't thought that far yet. Oh, my God. Oh, I also I also have a, I have a spaghetti squash that I also need to like Ugh. do up. Dude, I love spaghetti squash. Hey. You know why? Because t- there's no calories Tomorrow, in you can have some. Thank you. I'll make it tomorrow. Thank you. Boom. Boom. I got you. Plans made. (laughs) I'm on keto sometimes, and there's um, a like super high fat, high calorie Alfredo sauce that I make to put on spaghetti squash because there's no calories in the squash, so it's okay that there's lots of calories in the sauce. It's fantastic. It's very very good because like if I could drink Alfredo sauce, I probably would. If my body was 75% gravy instead of water, I'd be okay with that. And you know what? It probably is. I mean, doctors have been telling us to drink eight glasses of gravy a day for years now. <laughs> yes. All right. So, um, <laughs> we are we're going to we're going to we're going to read some spooky stories. I Kyle, you have a you have like a repertoire that you like to go with. Who goes yes. first in this scenario? Cammy, Kylie, Kaylee. 
Cammy Kyle Kate. <laughs> like, who's Kylie? Kylie, that's your couple oh, name. It's girls night tonight. Um, <laughs> have I ever told you that Kaylee was almost my name? No. I haven't. T- that was like no. second place. My name was going to be Kaylee Bryn. Um, I was almost Teresa Jean. Teresa. Teresa Jean. You don't really look like a Teresa. They did call me Mother Teresa in high school, though, so. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. But I like I like my name. Yeah. I'd rather be named after an 80s getting back together song than a friend of my mom's who used to smoke in the teacher's lounge. Nice. No, that's pretty badass, though. Go Teresa. I'd rather yes. be named after a cartoon mouse fleeing Russian oppression. But we can't all get what we want. Oh, Fievel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? When was Aww. Mickey in Russia? <laughs> Worker and parasite. All right. Okay. Um. Cammy, Kaylee, Kyle. Cammy, we're going Kyle, Kaylee. Cammy, Kyle, Kaylee. So we're not yes. going counterclockwise from order. our current okay. seated position. All right. So mine's pretty short. I'm gonna read it, and we're gonna have a good time doing it. How's that sound, guys? Yes. Yes. We're right. me and Kaylee are trying to <laughs> listen to me. Wave and point out which way is counterclockwise. <laughs> Great. Okay. We're facing two different directions. Yeah. This one's There's pretty still a center. <laughs> Sorry, Cammy. Okay. Go ahead. Are, are you yeah. quite? Finished. I had one more, but you can go. Okay. <laughs> this one is a pretty popular one. Um, it's called The Dog's Lick. I don't know if you've Gay? Giggity. Oh, you said gay. I was like, okay. Um, all right. I've, already got, I've already got the chills. Oh, oh no. Kaylee's being licked already. Um, <laughs> a young girl is left home alone with only her dog to protect her. When night approaches, she locks all the doors and tries to lock all the windows, but one won't close. She decides to leave it unlocked and goes to bed. Her dog takes its customary place under her bed. In the deep of night, she awakens to a dripping sound coming from the bathroom. The girl is too scared to check, so she reaches her hand under the bed. She feels a reassuring lick from her dog and falls back to sleep. (laughs) She reawakens to the dripping sound, reaches her hand down to the dog, where she feels the reassuring lick and falls back asleep once more. Uh, Once more, she (laughs) awakens to the dripping sound. She reaches her hand down and feels the lick of the dog. Now curious about the dripping sound, she gets up and slowly walks toward the bathroom, the dripping sound getting louder as she approaches, which is typically what happens with sound the doppler effect yes it is um she reaches the bathroom and turns on the light she's greeted by a horrific sight hanging from the shower nozzle is her dog with its throat slit open and its blood dripping um its blood dripping into the bathtub something on the bathroom mirror catches her eye as she turns around written on the bathroom mirror in her dog's blood are the words humans can lick too Spooky. So that was mine. That was, that like was like a minute. <laughs> that, but that's always like because because I house it. So I, sometimes when yeah. I'm alone, I think of that. I'm like, ah. There are there. I I house it for a lot of different people. So do and, I. And it's like you've got those houses that you are scared of, and the ones that you're not really scared mm-hmm. of. You know, there is one house that I house it. I used to house it. Um, and they they have a tree house in their backyard. Uh huh. And it level with the room they would have me in oh and like you could lock the the door to uh-huh. the treehouse okay but every night and this house is huge because they have a bunch of kids like okay a ton of them and 47 kids <laughs> four four okay so that's that's a lot of but kids. it's it's a lot and then every night i'd be like just staring at it and then i'd close the blinds and i'm like oh god they're gonna kill me because they know it's just me in the house and mm-hmm. like because i just in my head because there's a bed in the treehouse Really? That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. When you're not house Yeah, yeah, of course. 
But no, like when I when I babysit, I was like, yeah, this is really cool, guys. But then like <laughs> once I was house sitting and alone, and I watched, we need to talk about Kevin. I screwed oh, myself Jesus. up. Jesus, <laughs> you can't watch scary movies when you house sit, yeah. unless it's Leprechaun uh, Origins, which is the I think that's what it's called. It's the most recent, I believe. Uh, or the, the attempt to remake reboot. Yes. I don't know if it's the most recent one because I think that one came out pretty like within the past year. It's the one that came out before that one. It's bad. It's not even like good bad. You know what I mean? I've definitely seen it. I can't remember. I think I also would watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. That's my go-to to like fall asleep. Yeah. No. (laughs) Now that I've seen it. I watched that yesterday. (laughs) Of course you did. I watched the whole thing yesterday. Did you watch? It was the last time you watched it the day before my birthday? I watched it after that <laughs> i've watched that movie probably like i say like, four times i've only since your been birthday. i've only been 27 for like two months in like a week yes <laughs> nice. yep I and i it. have watched that movie many many times you and i you and i both have movies that we watch multiple times yeah i don't get it <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I watch movies but i always try to have like 18 I, months in between i viewings. wish i was like you I'll i see, wish i was like that where like i seeked out new movies to watch like every night you know, I try like I try to I'm a creature of habit. I try. But like if I've got time for two movies, you bet I'm going to rewatch one I like. Yeah. But my mom is the same way where like you can't buy her like a movie because like uh-huh. once she sees it, she's like, I've already seen so it. We're it. done. It's done. I watch I'm it. Like, put, it in the, put it in the bin with the others. But I just I think it's fun to revisit when they're put good and they the feel bin. good. <laughs> Are you yeah. returning it to Walmart? No. In the five dollar bin? It's just like a, like a imagine like a big not trash bin, but like equivalent. Is too. it like a Tupperware bin? You just take and just throw it and it gets into the bin and then yeah it's overflowing there's a pizza box in there for some reason nice someone didn't understand what the bin was for ah yes (laughs) well you did just say it kind of looks like a trash bin so yeah that's why i'm always finding garbage in my towel buckets oh no i'm like who ate a twix and who put it in here (laughs) that's why i'm always finding dead animals in my bed (laughs) you just don't understand what the bed is for oh my god what (laughs) well kyle speaking of kyle you're next you it's your turn to tell the story all right, this one. What happened just now? <laughs> Jared, you're words. listening. You're with me in spirit. You're, you would have loved this one. Oh. All right. Is this one also about Adam Sandler? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. No, I'm kidding. All oh, right. Shuck. So this one is called Not Tonight. Okay. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Uh-huh. Uh, so last night, I walked into my young son's room. I glanced around the room at his baseball player posters hanging on each wall and his numerous model airplanes suspended from the ceiling. They were dumb. He sat up in bed, (laughs) the sound in his earbuds barely audible to me as he watched a YouTube video on his tablet. I stood over him next to his bed. I couldn't keep myself from grinning as I crossed my arms and tried to act like a tough parent. It's time to go to sleep, bud. He turned his wide, dark eyes up to me, yanking the buds from his ears with one motion. It's almost over, Papa. Just a few more minutes. What? (laughs) I love my son so much. I'm a sucker when it comes to my children, and I let them get away with things maybe a little more often than I should. Maybe it's because I see his mother's face when I look into his eyes. A few more minutes, I responded, sitting on the edge of his bed as he popped his earbuds back in and focused his attention back to his tablet. My son, not only a baseball fan, but a player. He keeps a baseball bat next to his bed. In case of intruders, he says. He's a smart kid. <laughs> I leaned down and grasped the handle of the wooden bat, feeling the heft in my hands. It felt sturdy. I wrapped both hands around the taped grip and pulled back, slowly mocking a baseball swing. It felt good. 
It felt like this instrument could deal some real damage. I imagined a full-strength swing of the bat and how much energy would be expelled, transferred into the target through the conservation of momentum. Of course. Yes. Um, so much power all at once in a tremendous burst. Yes. Whack. <laughs> Whack indeed. I imagine that power crashing into a human skull, fracturing it, bruising the soft tissue inside, the brain lurching forward and ricocheting violently inside the bone, Goodness. blood beginning to pull inside. My eyes widen as I looked back at my distracted son, laughing silently at his glowing screen. I wondered if he would survive the first blow. He might. Tough kid. I relaxed and took a breath, my eyelids lowering. I placed the baseball bat next to his bed and smiled down at him, reaching out a hand to gently ruffle his hair. Of course, I would never do anything like that. I love my son. Very much. He handed the tablet to me as his video finished, and I wished him a good night as I closed the door to his room. I peeked into my daughter's room and saw in the dim glow of her Disney princess nightlight that she was already asleep. There were drawings taped up on the walls everywhere. They were little more than Marcus scribbles in reality, but they were all her very own artwork. Aww. <laughs> so cute. She had even signed every one of them with the crude handwriting of a child who had just learned her letters. The E's were backwards. I won't correct her. Oh. She's dead already. I know it. <laughs> oh, God. The most important drawing drawings, of course, were magneted to the refrigerator. My favorite was the one with the large face with an exaggerated mustache on which she had written, To Daddy. It fills my heart with joy to see her. I love her very dearly. I don't have the mustache anymore. I walked into her room and quietly observed her sleep. Her tussled hair spread across the pillow as she laid on her back. Her head to the side... I watched my little girl's chest rise and fall as she breathed, serene in her slumber. I picked up one of her pillows and stood over her at the bedside. My fingers gripped the pillow tightly, the soft fabric giving way under my clenched fists. I imagined it would take very little effort at all to press that normally harmless pillow down onto a person's face as they slept. I imagined the airflow entering and leaving her lungs suddenly cut short, unable to take in more breath. Would she wake up? Would she struggle? Any screams would be muffled by the pillow. I would push a knee down into her ribcage and force the breath from her tiny lungs. It wouldn't take long, but I don't want her to suffer. I love my daughter. Very much. I lowered the pillow down to the bed, placing it near her head, brushing it gently with my hand. I leaned in and kissed my daughter on the head before silently leaving her room. Uh, I finally <laughs> entered the master bedroom, where my wife was getting ready for bed. She was vigorously brushing her teeth when I came in. I stood by the door and just stared at her with a soft grin on my face. Even after all these years, she was still so beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> my heart melted every time I saw her, and sometimes I just had to tilt my head inside as I looked at this amazing woman in a state of awe. She noticed me staring and tried to hold back a sheepish smile. Sheepish smile. What? She said, grinning, her mouth full of toothpaste suds. Oh, it's just that I love you and I can't stop looking at you, I replied, striding over on or striding over to sit on the bed. Do you want to bring that minty mouth over here? Gross, she giggled, <laughs> before disappearing into the bathroom to finish brushing. After she had completed her routine, she came out of the bathroom and casually strode to where I was sitting. I looked up at her and took both her hands in mine, interlocking our fingers with one another. I leaned up and closed my eyes as I lovingly kissed her. Sweet minty lips she gripped my hands tightly as she kissed me back 
leaning forward into me. I slipped one hand free and grabbed her around the waist, spinning her around onto her back in one fluid, sexy motion. She gasped in surprise. Sexy? I, <laughs> Is that yes. what it says? Oh. No. He added that. <laughs> I know he did. <laughs> I straddled her, pinning her arms to the bed with both my hands and leaning down to kiss her passionately with no sign of resistance or fear for my trusting wife. My left hand drifted to her delicate neck, my oh. fingers gently caressing the sensitive skin. <gasps> I came up for air from the kiss panting deeply, <gasps> followed by several paragraphs of just graphic. I'm okay. Yeah, skip it. Yeah. Skip it. That's fine. All right. I wait, gaze into my wife's eyes and breathe. Seriously, you went into graphic? Is this an no. erotica? Oh, story? I was like, wait a minute. No, I kid. <laughs> I was planning on adding that little bit in earlier, but I missed my window. I didn't mark uh, it. Uh, I see. All right. I gaze into my wife's oh, eyes wow, wow. and breathe. Wow. You are so incredibly sexy right now. <laughs> my fingers now firmly pressing between her neck and sh- her shoulder. I looked down into her face and saw not only trust, but eagerness as I wrap both hands around the front of her neck. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to do it so badly. To choke the life out of your lover with your bare hands. Truly, there must be nothing more sexually gratifying in this world. She wanted me to do it. I know it. Totally. (laughs) I saw it in her eyes. I squeezed my hands around her neck, feeling the blood pumping through her arteries. Her life force traveling through her veins. Like a vampire. Her breathing grew more labored. Like a small car. (laughs) Beep, beep. The skin of her face began to turn red. As I applied more and more force, I expected her to begin to struggle. But my wife only stared more deeply into my eyes with an unrelenting love and an unconditional belief that her husband <laughs> would never hurt her or her children. Crazy. Oh, boy. I thought I saw the corner of her lip turn up into a tiny smile. I immediately took my hands off her throat and rolled away, chest heaving, eyes wide, unblinking. Like a shark's eyes. Like dove's eyes. <laughs> Where was it? My wife <laughs> sat up and coughed softly. <laughs> her normal color slowly, re- slowly returning to her cheeks but with two red marks where my hands had been. Her voice was a bit hoarse when she said, I didn't know you were into that. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Jimbo <laughs> from The Simpsons. Uh, I was feeling a curt right there. <laughs> okay, or that. <laughs> it would have been so easy to wring that dainty little neck of hers, to end her life in the most intimate way possible, and she would have given no resistance. I realized right then... That would be an incredible waste. A fleeting orgasmic rush, followed by a lifetime of regret. I would never do that to my wife. I love her very much. I sighed and suggested I was tired and that we should go to sleep. She twisted her hair around her finger and gave me a smoldering look. Mm-hmm. She inquired softly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't you want to keep going? <laughs> Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> You're coming back, right, baby? <laughs> this is Starla. <laughs> Tomorrow, you're going to help me get my music career going, right? Oh, uh, no. My heart raced, and a quick succession of horrible, bloody images and sounds filled my head when she said this. I closed my eyes tightly and shook my head clear. I reached over to the bedside lamp and snapped the lights off. Not tonight. 
the end. Wow. That was a good one. That was a good one. Creepy. I feel Jared would have really appreciated the child murder at the beginning. Well, I like, I like, I like how you're like, she's already dead. I was like, she's dead. She's dead already. I can feel it. His daughter's dead. Dead. You hear me? Not tonight. I want his son dead. I want his daughter dead. Dead. I want his wife dead. Uh, What came after son? Ugh. Uh, Kaylee Kaylee you have a story I do and um, so it was published like four days ago okay so it's a new one hot off the presses it's a new one I'm gonna oh just because I you're gonna free mic it all right I am because I feel like I need to be able to read sounds good let's do this so it's called the spirit of devil's curb that sounds like an Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, totally. Tale of the Spirit yeah. of the, what is it? Devil's Curb. Curb. Like, is this the similar thing- to the story that Kyle told about the red light? I don't know. I haven't read it yet. Oh, all right. We're going to find out it. together. We're all finding out together. <laughs> so it was at the intersection of the Devil's Curb, and I tried to turn right. <laughs> <laughs> this story happened when I was about 13 years old. It was a hot summer afternoon, and my buddy and I were bored and looking for something to do. For the purposes of the story, I will refer to my friend as Hank. Hank's older brother heard us talking about how bored we were and suggested that we go down to the river's bottoms and check out the area where the devil worshippers hung out. Just to Sick. creep ourselves out, I heard my older brother talk about some blood cult or... De- de- <laughs> Sorry. Um, devil worshippers hanging around the river's bottom as well. So when Hank's older brother mentioned this to us, my interest was piqued. Being young and stupid, Hank and I were always interested in things that were scary, especially if it involved local gossip, so we decided to go. It also helped to ease our fears knowing that it was still light outside and would remain light for a few more hours because it was the summertime. According to Hank's older brother, the devil worshippers only came out at night. So we're safe, I told Hank. At the time, the town that I lived in was small and the river bottoms only had a few isolated houses that were separated by several acres of farmland. So there really wasn't a lot down there, and my, expe- my expectations for finding anything interesting were low. As Hank and I made our way down the road that led to the hill nicknamed Devil's Curb, we, we talked lightly about the things that our older brothers had said about the devil worshippers. We both believed that a bunch of weirdos probably went and did drugs on some other stupid stuff, but neither of us thought that animal or human sacrifice were some of the events that occurred down there our plan was to walk down devil's curve instigate instigate (laughs) investigate a few areas in the river's bottoms and then return home before it got dark however we were not prepared for the things that we would see as we approached devil's curve hank and i noticed a foul stench in the air it sounded like something rotting it kind of reminded me of the smell of a dead deer of a dead deer when i would go deer hunting it wasn't, incredib- it wasn't incredibly potent, but it, it was common for deer to come down from the nearby mountains and become roadkill. So the smell of dead deer did not seem too out of the place. For the sake of the story, it is important that I give you a brief physical layout of the description of Devil's Curb. All right. So you guys ready? We've got to paint your word Kaylee's picture. So that you can... All right. It is a paved road with a switchback hill. That if you start at the top, you will find yourself going straight down in the southern direction and then tightly turning into the westward direction. Okay. Then, after traveling about 30 feet, 30, 30, 30 yes. feet, you will Three make zero. another 
tight turn that faces you in the southeasterly direction. And you okay. will go another 15 feet until you are at the river's bottom. So we are like in like very uh-huh. steep routes. Yes. All right. Just like that one street in San Francisco. Yes. Yep. Lombardi. Now that you have the imagery, I will continue. Okay. Hank and I found the source of the smell, which indeed was a deer, a dead deer lying on the side of the road before a before the first switchback that turns you towards the west. Again, this would normally not be any concern. However, the deer had a thick rope around its neck. It had been gutted, and its legs were missing. Ew. At first, like coyotes. <laughs> at first, they're I, serial killers. Dun dun. dun, dun. serial killers. I thought that it had some unethical hunters, and it may have been, and it may have been. But then Hank and I noticed all the other dead animals surrounding the area. A dead raccoon, several dead squirrels, a few dead cats, and what looked like to be the rotting corpse of a very large dog. Yikes. That one upset me the most. There were things that were out of place, such as an old record player, a blood-stained pulpit, several knives and hatchets, and a few mortars and pedestals lying around. Mm -hmm. They spelled pedestals wrong. It's pestle, right? Yeah. 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 No. No. That's right. I'm P-E-S-T-L-E. done. P e s t l e. It's the bowl and the mm. stick. That you yes. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. That's it. Thanks, guys. Pestle. Leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but they were on a pedestal. This is this is my like, first read through. No, I'm so right. I'm, I'm struggling. You're good. This, You're good. This should have been enough warning for us to go back home. But again, we were young and stupid, so we didn't. Instead, we kept our plan and continued down Devil's Curb to the west. As we descended, on the hair of the back, the hair on the back of my neck was standing up, and I was anxious to know what else we would find. Before the road switches back to the southeastern direction that led to the river's bottom, Hank and I again walked off the road into a small secluded section that overlooked most of the farmland in the river bottoms to the east, south, and west of us. Mm-hmm. There was twenty feet ascending. Oh, I'm going to reread that one. Okay. <laughs> There was a 20-foot ascending cliff to, to our backs that rose up to the same elevation before you began to walk down Devil's Curve. Again, this was the, there was a serious stench in the air that reminded both of us of rotting flesh. So that's, right. you got to think it still stinks up in There's here. There's a dead guy. P-U. However, this time the smell was overwhelming and made us both nauseous to the point that we became dizzy and nearly vomited. However, what caused the most horror was what was lying at our feet. There were several tarps rolled up hot dog style with something rolled up inside them. Hot dog style. <coughs> there was undoubtedly, this was undoubtedly where the source of the smell was coming from. After discovering the tarps, Hank and I immediately looked at each other. Hank's face was pale and I saw absolute terror in his face. Poor Hank. That tarp ain't right, he says. <laughs> <laughs> I began to feel like someone was watching us. And when I told Hank this, he started nodding his head frantically and then whispered loudly, I know. I feel it too. Before either of us discussed this matter anymore or even thought about doing something asinine, mm-hmm. like opening up the tarps. <laughs> you cannot convince me that that's not young Hank Hill. It's young Hank Hill. <laughs> Upon opening the tarps to peer inside, I began sprinting up back up Devil's Curb with Hank clo- close, following closely on my heels. Once we reached the top of the hill, I continued dashing in the direction of home. I heard Hank screaming after me, telling me to stop, so I slowed down. But I was afraid to turn around and see what was the matter. That's when Hank grabbed my shoulder and forced me to turn around. Look over there. Hank shrilled, pointing next to the top of Devil's Curve. When I looked in the direction, I saw I saw what Hank was pointing at. 
Standing about a foot football field length away from us was a woman in a white wedding dress, staring directly at us. Again, there were no houses anywhere nearby, no cars, and no streets, other than the one that Hank and I were standing on. No explanation as to why a woman would be standing in the middle of nowhere, wearing a wedding dress, alone. However, the worst part was that she was standing and looking over at looking over at the 20-foot cliff, exactly where Hank and I were when we saw the tarps. I knew at that moment that she had been watching us. But for how long? And why? What was she doing? Why was she there? Any guesses? She's getting married. <laughs> to the devil. On devil's girl. <laughs> we were close enough for her. Oh, I can't read today. It's okay. Start again. <laughs> and action. We were close enough to her that we could see that see that her stare was fixed on us, but we were too far away to determine any facial features or if she was smiling or glaring. We stopped running and continued to walk back home, suspiciously looking over our shoulders every few seconds to see if she was still there. She was. And she was staring at us until we were out of view. The nausea and dizziness Hank and I felt gradually went away until we returned to his house. We both agreed not to tell our parents for fear of getting in trouble. Yes. That night, I kept dreaming of going to Devil's Curb and looking around the area. I just couldn't seem to get it out of my head. It was a little bit past 3 a.m. when I was awakened by something. It wasn't a noise. I just felt like someone was close by, and I had always been a light sleeper. Then I looked down at the foot of my bed and saw her. <gasps> the lady in, in the white wedding dress. Also, quick sidebar, most wedding dresses are white. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. in Korea. They wear white to funerals. Well, Nuh-uh. there's a... Yeah. Oh. Well, that's a fact that I didn't <coughs> know. Hmm. Little culture for you guys. Thanks, that's Kyle. What you pay for. Well, our white dress culture corner. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. Um, she was hovering or levitating, and once again staring directly at me. My blinds were open, so the full moon shone in my room, lighting it up enough for me to see her. Except I couldn't see her face. I could tell. I could only tell that she was glaring or scowling at me. I wasn't sure. Maybe she was mad that I had been at Devil's Curb and found something that I shouldn't have. Maybe she just hated punk teenage boys, or maybe... I have no idea. All I know is that she levitated at the foot of my bed. I couldn't move. The fear was so powerful that I thought I would pass out or die. I decided to close my eyes, and somehow I was able to throw the sheets over my head. I was hoping that I would fall asleep and that she would leave me alone. But all I could envision was her staring at me, peering deep into my soul with a menacing and hateful expression. It felt like an eternity, but eventually daylight crept in, through my windows as the sun began to rise just a little before 6 a.m. So three hours of this. Oh, my God. I slowly pulled up the sheets over my head, half expecting her to still be there, but she wasn't. As I looked around, there was no one in my room. We're on the last paragraph. (gasps) Jiminy Christmas. The conclusion. (laughs) The the conclusion. I never saw the lady in the white dress. Yeah. White wedding dress. Again. And I hope that I never do. I have told a few people about this experience, and nobody can give me a good explanation as to why she was standing where she was, alone, in a white wedding dress. I don't know if she had any sinister intentions, but I'm glad that nothing bad happened to Hank or me. I also don't know if it was a bad dream when I saw her levitating at the foot of my bed, or if it really happened. Either way, I learned that it's best that you stay away from things that are evil, even if you are young and stupid. <laughs> that did not have the payoff I wanted. No, it didn't. I'm the s- end. You didn't even get to die. No, <laughs> nobody died. Nobody we, died. We don't even know what was in the tarps. 
Except the so, deer, the female deer. So, uh, so, sir, who wrote this story, um, do better. Back up, <laughs> rewrite it, and make sure you include a lot more Hank Hill references. There, yeah. I found I counted like twelve. Of them I just, there. you know, I I was really sold because like it sounded like in the first half it had me. Uh-huh. I was ready. Yeah. Then it petered off. It, it that felt more of like a let's not meet. A what? Let's not meet. I don't know what that is. You guys don't know what? Oh, so that's like a, that's a that's a Reddit thread where it's um situations where, um. Like if you have a bad, like if you're on a date with somebody and then they like end up, they're like actually a killer. Uh huh. That's not me. Oh, okay. It's, kind of, it's like yeah. it's kind of. I goodness. see. But it, but it's kind of one of those where it was like you nearly escape a not a great situation or you know someone who like one of the ones I listened to the other day was, or that I read was somebody, had read wrote it and they were in the car with Jeffrey Dahmer before they like knew it was Jeffrey Dahmer and they were able to get out. They felt they had a really bad feeling about it and then mm-hmm. a few years later he was on the news and they were like. So you just so you just end your story with like let's not meet. Uh-huh. But yeah. so I said it kind of felt like a oh this lady. Oh, let's not meet again, lady. <laughs> that's what it felt like. <laughs> Don't so you know. I think so. You know, that's so that's another um I mean she was just mad that he interrupted the Korean funeral. She went to go have a word with his parents and then to give him a talking to. Oh my Kyle, you figured it out. I am a master at <laughs> making Koreans into the villains of most of these stories. That's Korean. not what I meant. <laughs> I meant the tarps Koreans. were the funeral and she was attending the funeral. Yeah. She did it. They were doing the funeral midsummer style <gasps> at the top of the cliff. Oh, Ooh. no. Maybe that was the Ooh. midsummer pet cemetery because they were all animals at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. God. Good golly, Miss Midsummer. Mr. Gage. <laughs> <laughs> well, no thank fear. you for listening. No fear. No fear. Yes, we, thank you for listening. Are we good? Yeah. Uh, enjoy one more story inserted oh. at some point somewhere, I assume before Cammie or after Kaylee, because we have to keep the order, um, by Jarrett, oh J-Dog as he was called. Kyle is very adamant about the order. Yes. If we don't have order, then we have chaos and then nothing matters. It's your great, spooky, poopy, great uncle Jared here, ready to regale you with a tale of terror, the final in our trilogy of terror. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm the fourth, because I think Kaylee did one. Well, either way, fuck you guys and settle down, because here it comes. Like a stepfather in your mom. (laughs) Oh, boy. If you guys were a fan of the last creepy pastor I did, you might find this next one a little... Shall we say intriguing? Anywho, note this story was submitted to me by a person who wishes to remain anonymous. I have no way of confirming the veracity of the events portrayed in the story, nor do I have any further knowledge of Adam Sandler's alleged unreleased film, Freewheeling. Aside from the information provided in the story, now I present to you Freewheeling, the Lost Adam Sandler film. (sighs) Ever since I was young, I've been a huge fan of comedian and actor Adam Sandler. I guess that you could say that I'm a Sandler head. 
To be honest, how anyone could possibly dislike Adam Sandler is beyond me. He's funny, talented, and his films are fucking excellent. I will admit that there are a few exceptions to that, but I can't find... I can find... Ugh. I will admit that there are a few exceptions to that, but I can find some form of enjoyment even in his worst films. There's one Adam Sandler film that is unlike all the others, and just thinking about it makes me physically sick. Uh, it's called Freewheelin', and I wish I could forget it. Oh God, how I wish I could forget it. Freewheelin' had, tr- had a troubled production history... Uh, it had gone through several directors with at least three other actors proposed as the head of the film before the studio, which I will not specify, <laughs> Happy Madison, uh, settled on Adam Sandler in a rare interview. In a rare interview in which Sandler spoke about the film, he said that it had excited him. It was like no other film that he had starred in. Uh, he said it was a macabre, dark comedy with sharp satirical humor, although... At uh, Although at the time of this interview, the film would uh, go through another major rewrite as the head writer and the director both left for reasons that would remain obscure to this day. <clears throat> Whew, getting scared here. The months after the film's last writer and director aren't, excuse me, the months after the film's last writer and director left aren't well documented. Uh, it was nearly impossible to find a decent information on what exactly happened during that time. But from what I did manage to find, I learned that Sandler had become much more involved in the film's directing and writing. He had a very specific vision for how he wanted the film to turn out. He wanted it to be powerful, dark satire that mocked humanity's most base desires. It was meant to be an inverse of all the films he had created and starred in beforehand, a film that twisted the very definition of comedy, his magnum opus. Uncut Gems. During this time, Sandler had started reading a lot of Sar... Oh, my God. uh, Sartre. Sartre? Sartre. The, you know, the philosopher, the, uh, you know, drinking in a cafe, smacking your sister, that sort of thing. Uh, he became frustrated that the crew and his co-stars seemingly did not understand his vision. Sandler would regularly have violent outbursts during filming. Shut up! And had nearly choked out one of his co-stars to death. They probably asked for it. An incident that the studio quickly hid and settled out of court. Sandler soon found himself the sole writer, director, and actor on Freewheelin', and he had fallen into a deep, deep, deep depression. That is where the information on Freewheelin's production ends. Freewheelin's studio went bankrupt, and... Oh. Hello. Did Adam Sandler just text me? Stop talking about Freewheelin'. I know where you live. Oh my god! Anyway, uh, Freewheeling Studio had gone bankrupt and brought out another larger studio near the end of its production. The film had never received a public release, and Sandler still refuses to acknowledge its, its existence. It was long thought to be lost, like the Holy Grail to any Sandler head. That was until investigations to a view instill. Oh my god. Ooh, I'm gonna level with you guys. It's been a long fucking day. Mm hmm. 
where was I? Okay. Uh, it was long thought to be lost, like a holy grail to any Sandler head. That was until invest invitations to a viewing were given out to a select few dedicated Sandler heads. I was one of those Sandler heads, ellipses, unfortunately. The viewing was held in a downtrodden warehouse-like theater in the middle of nowhere. I saw a few other Sandler heads there too, but I didn't get much time to speak to any of them, as ushers appeared to show us into the theater. To my surprise, we were all taken into separate isolated rooms to watch the film. Free Wheelin started out innocent enough. Uh, a shot of the Golden Gate Bridge was shown, similar to the beginning of Full House. Uh, next, the text appeared on the screen that said, Full House. <laughs> Another strange similarity to Full House. But I didn't let it go. I thought that it might have just been the coincidence that the entire Full House opening had played in the movie had played at the... And then the movie truly began. Uh, oh, man. This is long. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Soon we cut to a scene where Adam Sandler was sitting half-naked in what seemed to be the exact replica of the living room from Full House. He had a full beard and looked sickly, almost like a corpse. It was as though he hadn't taken care of himself for months. He spoke something, but it was it was so faint that I wasn't able to make it out. He spoke again. Me freewheeling, he said in a voice so low and full of hate that it was like a demon's growl. He walked up to the camera, putting his face directly in front of it. His eyes were bloodshot, as if he had gotten no sleep for weeks. He spoke clearly and precisely in that same demonic voice. Me That's when he began to sob. It was like he wasn't acting. His sobs were so full of pain, and his body convulsed in a way I didn't think was possible. It was so disgusting to look at, but it got worse. A man who looked exactly like Bob Saget appeared out of thin air. He didn't seem to notice Adam Sandler crying. And if he had, he seemed not to care. One iota. He was staring directly at me, and I swear to God, it was like he knew that I was watching him. I'll never forget that expression on his face. He was so calm. With a faint smile, but I knew it was a lie. I knew he was evil. I knew that this Bob Saget impersonator had done this to Adam. And I began to cry, too. I I was so helpless. I couldn't take the film anymore, and I, and, and I tried to leave the room, but the door was locked. I banged on the door to get help, but nobody came. And I left my cell phone in the car, even if I had. There was no service in the area anyway. I was stuck with this Adam Sandler horror film, and I was stuck with this evil Bob Saget impersonator, and I was stuck with freewheeling and there was nothing that I could do nothing whatsoever the rest of the film was like a blur to me and all I can remember are the faint shots of Adam Sandler covered in his own face and the god wait shots of Adam Sandler covered oh covered it that was someone wrote that wrong the rest of the film is like a blur to me and all I can remember are faint shots of Adam Sandler covering his own face 
Oh, I, re- I read that wrong. I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, the rest of the film is like a blur to me. All I can remember are faint... Sh- oh, it's there again? Really, quit talking about freewheeling before it gets ugly. You are on the last second to last paragraph. I don't want to hurt you. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we're going to keep going. Okay. <clears throat> the rest of the film is like a blur to me. All I can remember are faint shots of Adam Sandler covered in his own feces. And that goddamn Bob Saget creature covered in blood, smiling as, there, as if there was nothing wrong. When it was over, I found myself in the car on a deserted roadside. I couldn't find the theater again. I can still hear it too, so clearly in my mind. Sandler's chant, Me freewheeling! Me freewheeling! And his sobs at night. I swear that I can still see Bob Saget covered in blood, just standing over me, smiling. I regret watching freewheeling. My life has been ruined over this. This is a warning to all you Sandler heads or just curious movie lovers in general if you ever get a copy or get the chance to see Adam Sandler's freewheeling. Don't take it. And if you find a copy, destroy it. Maybe that way you can save your shit. <laughs> okay, bye. Wait, so who goes first usually? It should Jarrett. go Jarrett, you, Kyle, me. Yes. I think I was listening to an ep- okay. the backlog of our episodes once, and I counted maybe twice we broke the order for you some guys... reason, and I, m- I mentioned it before and after. It's, it's essentially <laughs> alphabetical for you guys. And then, because I'm not always on mic. Yeah. So that's why I'm tacked on at the end. That's why. Alphabet- alphabetical hosts producer. Yeah. Reverse alphabetical. Unless you go with my first name, because it's yeah, Miller. Yeah, my first name. No, is yeah, I'm Burns. talking first name. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. you would go Jarrett, Cammy, Kyle, and then I get tacked on. Because okay. if we were doing an actual alphabetical, it would go Jarrett, Cammy, Kaylee, Kaylee Kyle. Kyle. And if you want to go by last names, then. It uh, goes Kyle. Kaylee. Kyle again. You could go Kyle, Kaylee. Cammy, Jarrett. Yes. If we did by age, it would be Jarrett, Cammy, Kyle, Kaylee. Yeah. Oh my God, we're going by age. Okay. <laughs> age before or with wisdom before beauty? I don't know. It's it's age before beauty. Age before beauty. Oh, thanks. Because I'm the youngest. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Oh God. Thank you for listening. I'll see you tomorrow patrons i really hope that jared puts his after mine because mine was really anticlimactic <laughs> yeah jared put yours after kaylee's wow us with another sand diddly anders yeah well good night good night For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash